10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Crackbeard nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. My name is Kevin, and I'm here, of course, with... Kelsey. Uh Uh-oh, Kelsey's in the house. Kelsey, where are we today? We are at Cedar Creek Brewing Company. Woohoo! It is Saturday night. Uh, By the time... If you are listening to this, like, as soon as we posted it... Kevin's still drunk. I am drinking right now, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It will be be Sunday for you guys. And Kevin is still drunk on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still sloshed. Hey, we are out here at Cedar Creek. We are here with... Who wants to introduce themselves first? Bryce? I'm here. Okay. All right, you want to get closer to the mic? Yeah. Yep, I'm here. All right, Bryce, what do you do here? Uh, I am the owner and brewer. All right, awesome. And, And also we have Brandon in the house. Brandon. Hello. What do you do here, man? So I'm the assistant brewer and cellar man for Cedar Creek Brewing Company. Awesome. Kelsey, we are at Cedar Creek. and they I have don't work a, here. What? Oh, no, no. I wasn't going to ask oh. if you worked here or not. Uh, so, yeah. So last episode, what we do? Uh, what did we talk about last episode for the folks that are just uh, joining, listening in? Uh, last episode, we were at Ellison Brewing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, God, we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we talked about... We talked about uh, beer festivals. Yeah, beer festivals. And what Beneficials they do. of the brewery or not? Yeah, yep, yep, yep sure did. Uh, you don't want our expert advice because nope. we're not experts at all. We're just like a, people with opinions, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And then what else we talked about? Which, uh, I don't, the beers we talked about. Well, we beers. talked about breweries expanding yeah. out of state. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. so I do have to put a disclaimer out here. We did talk about Ellison Brewery, but we did say they brewed locally there. But I just found out. They are not brewing yet, so they're still distributing from Michigan. So they're trying. Hey, they're trying. Can't blame well, them. It, Permitting. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's fine too. So that just mm-hmm. means that I have to go back there when they do start brewing and, and see how. Oh it no, you're gonna have to have another pint. Oh gosh, I, I guess I have, to have another pint. <laughs> gosh, she Willers. Whatever are you gonna do, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Heaven forbid. Is this it a is, Tuesday? You can't drink. This is a hard business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Cut what do we? Off. What do, what do we have today? What do we have in front of us? We are here because you guys uh, had a special release. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Bryce, you can go ahead. Or whoever. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Beer. He is way better at it. Right, no. So, <laughs> so traditionally what we do is, so we released today the Darkest Achievement, which is our 20% alcohol Russian mm. Imperial Stout bourbon barrel aged. Um, it's become a tradition. Tradition meaning we've done it more than once now. Hooray! We managed to move it. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Three years? Uh, it's the second year we've released it on oh, Solstice yep, Day. Yep. yep. So mm. this is going to become the tradition. And so darkest day of the year, uh, winter solstice, we decide to release the darkest beer we make every year. Did we uh, do this last year? We did this last year, I'm too. I'm pretty sure uh, we yeah. did, yeah. Because yeah. it was a weekday, oh, and it was yeah. kind of crazy. Oh, we can't remember was through all the like beer. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Was it a Thursday? It, I, I we remember like to it, drink on Thursdays. <laughs> wow. Don't lie. We'd like to drink on everything. I remember, I remember that. I've I, drank a lot since then. Listen, what? I remember it was night. It was cold. We'll have to look it up. We had yeah. beer. I got warm. I got drunk. I think I passed out somewhere. Woke up and drank and, again. And Well, well no. I, I See, I can't do that. I, when I wake up, I'm like, ugh. You know, yeah. 
But yeah, great. All right, so uh, what do we have? What are we going to try first? So what we're going to try first is, um, you know, first of all, we decided this year to release a seller variant. And what we mean by that is that we held back some last year from 2018 hmm. and kept it in our cellar and keg-aged it. So what we're going to first taste is our 2018 variety of Darkest Achievement. Uh, the big deal about that is that through from the different years, we taste the beer as it's in process, and we try and match the barrel profile to the base beer. Meaning if we think the base profile beer for one year is a little more roasty, we'll try and find a little bit more of a sweeter barrel. If it's a little more of a sweet note or a little more uh, dark roasty, uh, just with a different depth and tone of note, we'll decide upon a different barrel that'll match it. So 2018 was Four Roses bourbon barrels. So if you're familiar with Four Roses bourbon, little thinner in mouthfeel, but tends to have a lot more sweet notes to it. Uh, the 2018 was a roast monster of a base beer. So was. we had to kind of try and balance that out. Um, this year, when we released the 2018, we released a grand total of 10 gallons of it. That's all we have that we're going to let out during our Darkest Achievement release. So once it's gone, it's gone, and it's only on site, only at the tap room. Okay, when I'm uh, having a sip, uh, what kind of uh, flavors am I going to experience? So when you have a sip, you're going to get a lot of very... Um, well-balanced chocolate notes on it. You're going to get some syrupy sweet notes. You're going to get a touch of bourbon on this. You're not going to get a smack in the face. We're really particular about our bourbon barrel age program here. Bryce is trying not to enjoy himself in an oral sense. Oral, A-U-R <laughs> sense. Yeah, he took a big gulp. Yeah, he did. But uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic beer. It, one of the nice things about high-gravity, high-alcohol beers, especially bourbon barrel years, they develop over time. And it was kind of nice to be able to present that to the public, finally. Especially this year is the first year that we're bottling this beer formally for release. So it gives encouragement for someone to put one of those bottles in the cellar. Let it rest appropriately. Let those flavors develop and mellow out. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I usually don't like bourbon. I don't... I, Spirits in general, I just avoid. But man, that is really good. It's not, you, it's not, you know, boozy. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's there not, yeah. for sure. But the, um, the yeah. darkest achievement, it's, it's kind of also a, a misnomer or a, a nickname beer for it. Anyhow, I mean, if you're gonna understand what the darkest achievement is, we personally look at it as a brewery as a darkest achievement, just because this is a twenty percent alcohol beer. That's extremely difficult to brew. It's also the longest beer it takes us to produce every year. Just the physical base beer, the base Russian Imperial, takes over a week of brewing to run. It sits in the fermenter longer than any other beer it has. It barrel ages for months before we release this. The other thing is the darkest achievement is the idea of a consistency, a program with us at Cedar Creek of the design around we want to be consistently producing a fantastic large barrel-aged beer that holds up over time. And so, again, to be able to show that to the public is a huge accomplishment for us. Um, it, we, we've commented about in social media, this is a celebration for our customers as much as anything that we're able to do this. It's exciting to release this to the public. So. Yeah, you got a, a good turnout today. Yeah, we did. It was yeah. fantastic. We had people starting to show up around 7.45 this morning, yeah. and we didn't open until 10, which is early for us opening in the first place. Uh, that's quite yeah. shocking. Yep. Yeah. I, I like those glasses, by the way. The yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, so we're actually drinking, because uh, you can't see, obviously, uh, you're listening. Yep. Um, so the gift pack includes two glasses. They're custom logoed with our logo on it and the Dark 
America's Achievement logo in silver because I am that picky kind of person. I hate it when I get glassware from breweries and it's in black. There's nothing wrong with it except that when you pour a really, really dark beer, you don't you see anything. See it. it doesn't photograph well. Yeah, you're right. We're picky. But the glass itself, what's so neat about it is it's a stemless glass. It's a Rostel glassware. Uh, Rostel makes one of the most profound um, craft beer glasses, the Tico. Love them, hate them. People have opinions on them. If you're into it, you definitely hear people with opinions. Some people think they're trash. Some people think they're cool. I think they look pretty, and I do think they add to an enhancement of the beer. Um, it's kind of a delicate glass. The lip is not too thick, but being stemless, it encourages you to hold it in your hand. It encourages you to bring the temperature of that beer up to a serving temp, meaning the, the, the darkest achievement is not... comfortable. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it is comfortable. Yeah. It's, the darkest achievement is not meant to be served at a traditional American beer temp. It's not right. meant to be served at that 30-something. It's meant to be served at that 50-something. Mm -hmm. So it, your body heat helps you enjoy the beer more. Right, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So. The glass is great. Kelsey, yeah. what do you think over there? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like it. I'm not big on, on the barrel-aged, and honestly, I, I can say this with my whole heart and complete honesty... Cedar Creek has been the only one to be able to pull one off that I could sit and enjoy. Well, thank you. We appreciate thank that. You. A great deal. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of any other breweries that I've been to that has the you know the bourbon barrel ages that we liked. I, I don't. There I, are none. I don't know. I mean, there's some. No, there's, there's some, some good. And I'll even say there that, are there's none some, that I like. There's oh. some good stuff out there. There's some legitimately really good barrel releases. I was trying to think hmm. throughout the state. Um, For Kevin Gruber, though, there are no barrel aged beers. <laughs> Well, you know that, that you would have sat and enjoy at a brewery. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's not something that you go and order. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, you know, but this is something I could really just sit and sip on and enjoy. And you definitely have to sit. And yeah. you definitely have to sip on it. I so, mean, what about uh? So this was in the barrel from last year, right? So this is in the barrel. So for this particular project, this is. Of right around eight month barrel. Right. Age so, program. are you going to do it now? Are you going to do it again? So, or here's we, the fun part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do this again. And it's almost, it's exciting and it's also torturous because that week is hell week. Mm. It is literally a week of us sitting there running the mash ton almost, what, 14 hour days? 14 hour days. Five days day, in a row. Four or five days, four days in a row. Days, yeah. Which this year we might be doing a double run twice. of it, too. So, so two weeks we worth of it. Be looking at two weeks just designated to this beer. Um, and then the fun part is then it has to sit and ferment. Yep. Uh, normal beer turnaround for us is anywhere from, for a quick run beer, we can do it in 10 days for really pushing it. Uh, most beers is about 15 to 18 days. This thing sits in there for right around in the neighborhood of 45 to 60 days wow. to get all that sugar out. And the other thing that helps is that part of a, we're going to expose a little bit of secrecy here. So mm -hmm. Bryce is going to uh -oh. kill me. Oh, he's giving me a dirty oh, look. Uh -oh. No, uh, and what I mean by that is that part of the thing is, is that the hardest thing is to get that alcohol up there is one of the things is that we're constantly inducing or introducing new sugar. And what I mean by that is that with most beers, when you do multi-batch brewing, you're going to brew it, you're going to fill your tank, and you're going to throw the yeast at it and go, go feed, make alcohol, my little friends. Mm -hmm. uh, darkest achievement. So what we do is we brew the first batch, we throw the yeast at it, and we throw a huge amount of yeast at it for a small amount of beer, and then each day we're adding another batch brewed into it. Which is why it takes four to five days to brew. Right. So, And the reason is that that way you never overwhelm the yeast. The yeast has time to eat and to get stronger and to grow and multiply and to make more alcohol. Um, and it gets itself a little more resiliency. So. You said throw a little, uh, more batch of what? So of the Russian. So when we okay. brew it, um, what we do is we do a batch a day, and it takes four batches to fill the fermenter. Right. So one day, put the batch in, put it in the tank, throw the yeast at it. Right. Next day, 
pump the next batch directly into the tank with that yeast that's already been feeding. Which were, what, seven barrels and pushing, what, seven barrels worth of yeast for a standard pitch? Uh, for a standard pitch on that, that 10 barrel? we actually 10 run, barrel a, we run a 10-barrel pitch on that. So the first day, the funny part is that you end up with two barrels worth of beer, so 60 gallons worth of beer, give or take, a with a 10-barrel yeast pitch. So it is massively <laughs> overpitched at the start. Wow. But that's the only way that the yeast can live. It doesn't, otherwise it chokes on the sugar, so, and it gotcha. stalls. Yeah. Um, big thing about this beer also is the mouthfeel. A yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah this stuff, this stuff is body. thick. Mm-hmm. Very. Well, I like it. I like it. I hate stout. I say this all the time. I hate stouts that, uh, you drink it and it's like watered down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and one of the. Coach your mouth, coach your throat. Yeah. Yeah. No, the glass. Yep. The glass yeah. literally gets stained. Well, it, it's brown. It's a brown glass. Except it's clear, really. Um, yeah. You know, if we're if we're wanting to talk about some of the different ideas with um, with the brew technique and things like that, when you get a lot of these high gravity beers, a lot of breweries, and I'm not gonna say there's nothing wrong with this, they add sugar at the end of it. Mm. They'll add you know sugar or honey or malt extract to try and boost the gravity at the end of the process. We don't do it. This is a really, to be honest, this is a really terrible technique on a beer. I mean, from our standpoint, it's really inefficient. It's really expensive to produce because we use this straight grain, straight mash runs, no additive whatsoever to boost the sugars. It's just, it is what it is from the water and the grain. Mm -hmm. So you end up with a massive, massive beer by the end of it. Sweet. And how many um, variants we have here? What we, how many are we trying today? We're going to try that all first four. one's great. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. Hell yeah. Who has what? Um, I think you have the coconut. You can, yeah, yeah, the, drink all of yeah, the coconut right. was so great. I mean, and the coconut is a huge variant. And what I mean by I that is... I just saw a glass in front of me, and I just started drinking out of it. Well, you know, that is right. what it is. Oh, so we got some uh, brewery news, though. Did you guys hear this morning? It looks like, uh, what, Black Acre was on fire here in Indiana? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Indianapolis? Say, you know, I mean, and they're... They're making fun of it a little bit on their own. Like, they're literally saying, we're lit, so it's time to get have some fun with it. I mean, they served it uh, the same day. They kept on, um, I figured they would shut down. Well, they have two locations. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're they're running out of the garden. (laughs) I was reading, I was like, wait, what do you mean they're open? Yeah, Yeah, they're running out of the garden, so they're trying to do it. And and I got a lot of respect to them because also, you know, they're trying to take care of their employees at this point. They're going to be down for a while. Yeah, no so doubt. So they've got to go fund me up, and it's awesome that their first concern was, hey, how are we going to replace the wages for these employees? Yeah. So. Yeah, but it didn't start in, in, inside of their started own. started in the office. It's, well, I heard it started, like, next door. It was next door in the attic. So, so that was smoke damage to the attic from what they were reading now, is that they think it actually started in the office at Black Acre. Oh. So, yeah, you know. Might have yeah, had some bad life I heard it was the twenty percent of damage. Uh, Black oh, Ape, yeah, twenty oh, percent of damage oh. in there. That's coming, and you know it's like it's probably soaking wet because they had to take out. The, oh man! It, oh, and what's really sad is they just redid that tap room too, if I remember. Ooh, I've not been there to see that. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they redid the floors and everything in that tap room. Yeah, there man, that, that that sucks, bummer. All right, so uh, let's taste this. Hmm. And? Mm, maybe I'll edit that pause, but mm-hmm. or maybe not. We'll just go live. We'll do it live. Um, <laughs> again. again, we need to cut this guy off. How <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> short in stature, mighty in liver. It is Kevin Groover. How dare you feed me twenty percenters? You're driving Damn it! Home, Kelsey, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. driving. No, yeah. they're gonna. 
as she drinks twenty yeah. percent as, as she floats home. She's just like, yeah. Hey. No, we'll be we'll we'll be in the we'll be in the car and then we'll be like driving yeah, for like sleep out in the parking lot. We'll be no, we'll, yeah, we'll be driving. She'll be driving there is for a futon ten. upstairs. Don't worry, we'll take care of them for legal reasons. Drink responsibly. Yeah, she'll be she'll be driving for ten minutes, and I look over. I'm like Kelsey. She's like, what? I was like. We haven't left the parking lot yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both That's drunk. Doing right. <laughs> Out there doing donuts. Yeah. yeah, you need to start it. Uh, no wonder I'm cold. Uh, yeah, that's good. I like that. Our podcast is sponsored by Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. We Uber everywhere we go. We do not drive intoxicated. We get an Uber or we get like a, a we have a limo service that comes. Don't pick, be stupid. $10,000 is a lot of money. It's the Groover Uber. If you Uber here... <laughs> Good luck getting an Uber back. Yeah, no doubt. You'll yeah. be waiting two or three hours. We yeah. live close. We can walk. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Mm, well, yeah. We'll dog sled soon. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. I'm get the Clydesdales out. Oh, yeah. We'll get my big ponies out. You guys can horseback ride. Oh, that's right. Grass hey, that's got a um, uh, yes. big coconut uh, taste. I like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, that's the other thing is with any sort of our variants or adjuncts, um, we use real ingredient. Um, it is an FDA approved additive, so it's not like I can I can I can say this. It's not like we're sitting there literally sitting there chopping up coconuts and stuff like that. But there is actual coconut in it. It's not some artificial extract flavoring. It's really good. And the important part is, you know, coconut is a very delicate flavor. And what I mean that is that there is a line where it goes from, hey, I'm drinking a nice flavored coconut beer to, oh my god, why am I drinking a bottle of Coppertone? Like there is no sunscreen flavor to this. There is none of that obnoxiousness. Yeah. Um, so, how did you put the coconut in there? If I can ask. I mean, sure. No. I mean, it just gets added in process to okay. it. So yeah, it gets added as. It was it like gets, shredded coconut. Did you get already already shredded, or did you have to bust open coconuts? Oh or? yeah, absolutely, man. I was busting on something, right? You know, we're just yeah. gonna crack them coconuts. You know, <laughs> just crack them, <laughs> crack them open. I had to bust a coconut. <laughs> you had to bust the coconut. Bust the coconuts left and right. Oh, yep. You know. I think I just I think I we still together. have one up front. I, now, I now, smack them together. Yeah, we still got a coconut up front now. Well, I'm pretty sure we're talking about something else entirely. It's real creamy when you drain it. If you split them in half, though, you have a ride home. It's a Monty Python reference. There for you go. You got horsebacking. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're talking about something totally totally different. I think I don't know. I, I, I is this a in you window? Hey, I said that big word. <laughs> Kelsey is shocked. Yeah. No. Yay! I'm a big boy. Are you pronouncing your syllables? I'm a big boy now. Practicing your yeah, syllables. Yeah. 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 Syllables. Kelsey, did you try it? Yeah. What do you think? I like it. Mm-hmm. I. Almost positive, if I can remember correctly, the coconut was my favorite yeah. last year, so it's not surprising. And I think on the podcast that we did, I said that coconut is not one of my favorite things, but this really um, changes my mind about that a little bit. Now, is that coconut? Is is that the only flavor that uh, we're experiencing in there? Is the coconut? No, I mean it's still the base beer at the end of the day, so you're gonna get that nice juxtaposition of coconut and chocolate, and just a touch of a roast note to it on the backside. Mm-hmm. Um, it balances really well. Uh, coconut and dark beers is becoming a thing. There's several really well-known commercial examples of it, so we always like putting it out there just so people can get to try something to try a locally produced coconut stout. Yeah. Occasionally, we'll have our coconut porter. Yeah, too. we do. Yeah, we do a coconut porter that we come out with. It makes its its appearance here in the wintertime. Absolutely. And um, so the, the gift box. So what, is, what does it come with? Because you have four different variants, right? But there's so, two bottles in there. Variants are draft room only. 
I repeat, variants are draft room only. Okay. If you wanted to talk about the things that we get more Facebook messages about, more phone calls about, more questions about in the tap room. And it's fine. We love you asking us things. However, um, the only thing that you get in the gift box, I say only thing, but you get two bottles of the 2019 The Darkest Achievement base beer, and you get two of the really nice classy glasses. And we even thought enough that, guess what? You can take an entire bottle of this beer, and it will fit in the glass and leave enough space for headroom. Sweet. How, how much is the box? Uh, box is 50 bucks. Oh, so nice. $50 out the door. That's yeah, like literally, good. you walk in with a $50. Yeah, includes tax. You walk in with a $50 bill to us, and we go, here's box. Have wow. fun. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Bad. What do you think the, um, what do you think everyone's favorite is? We yeah, joke, what's popular we one right now? about having a tally board from last year to this year. Yeah, so because on the dra- in the in the tap room we have 2018 and 2019 and the variants, but the big the big debate right now between everyone is 18 or 19, and you already are like getting camps of people of oh the 18's better, it's smoother, it's more mild. Oh the 19's got more of a flavor burst to it. Like I was seriously getting ready to write 18 and 19 on a tally board and just start taking tallies of who prefers what. Honestly. It would probably be balanced at this point. People seem to like both of them. So kind of exciting because, not going to lie, we might have a couple kegs of 19. We're going to hold back to do it this year, or to do this the next year for 2020. Well, and next year we might also have a couple kegs of 18, 19, and, and 20. 20. Yes. So it might be a pretty large release. Awesome. Um, this is released not only here, but you got different locations that are r- releasing this as well where do you got these releasing uh, let me ask you this question <clears throat> why did you decide to release it at different locations as well and not just here well I, it was just nice to be able to get the beer out for one but if people can't make it here but they want to go to the local tap room it's available there as well and do you have and you don't have all the variants at different tap rooms? No, you just have they just have this year's 2019. Gotcha. And, and where's that? Where's those located at? Oh right, people, starting. And people can't you're, come. You're to ready City for me to try and do this list? Yeah, north to south. Oh, you jackass! We're going to <laughs> Harat Her- Her- or what's the name of it? You have the Herat. Yeah, the Herat is up in Muncie. They are not tapping. They didn't tap it in today, but they'll be tapping it in the future. Yep. We've got... Fives Tap Room and Anderson. Fives and... They tapped it today. They tapped it today. Thank you, guys. We love you. Yep. Uh, Going further south, we have Books and Brews. I believe they are tapping it Sunday or Monday, from what they told me. Yep. And then... Which which, uh, which Books and Brews? Yeah. Yeah. Which Books and Brews? Noblesville. Okay, gotcha. It's the same one. I I regularly do... uh, there's a maker meetup there that I go to. That's so awesome. That'll be nice to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Inspire some creativity. Who the hell is this extra voice on the microphone? I, we forgot <laughs> to introduce him. voices. Yeah, yeah. We forgot to introduce him. <laughs> um, hey. I am Michael Corey. Uh, I'm the owner of Mike's Tiny Shop. I have absolutely no association with beer whatsoever that I know everybody at this table. I'm a prop maker and model maker. and that's, You drink beer. And I, I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, Mike makes a, he's got a, a 3D printer. So I have he, nine of them. You, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he makes a. Uh, He's printing. I, I make I make a lot of uh, film props and I do a lot of cosplay work. Yeah. And um, I do a lot of commission work, but it's it's just I, I hang out with all of these losers sitting around here working. And, and it's, be, because and, you like being in company of yourself. Yeah, I like, I like being in company like of fellow, other losers. I like being in, in company of other fellow yeah. alcoholics. So. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Mike makes uh, prints out like weapons and shit and like that you can <laughs> well, get. Well, yeah. Prop yeah. weapons. Yeah. Prop, yeah. prop weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Prop yeah. weapons like swords. And, yeah. Something entirely different. Yeah. All right, no, so anyway. Well, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this podcast just went to the, the sewers. beer is <laughs> awesome. And this is this Darkest Achievement. I was. I like how you whipped that back around. Right. I was really surprised actually by the Coconut Darkest Achievement because I despise coconut. Like, I do not like that flavor. 
and it works super well in this version of it. And last year's Coconut Darkest Achievement was another yeah. coconut beer that I was Vanilla. completely willing to drink. Uh, mm. It's and it's one of those. It's not like oh, I'll taste this but not have a pint. It was mm. very much I will have a pint of this. Also, there's a reference to your pint. Mm. Yeah. I keep drinking this for sure. It, well, this is not the this is still the coconut, right? No, that's the vanilla buddy. Oh, no wonder, it man. Up. Yeah, I was like, wait. It's probably best because it, it's it, it, though it's twenty percent. It, it doesn't that, that sweeter flavor. Yeah, it's that sweeter flavor. It doesn't taste as, like alcohol. Yeah, it's I love how people talk more the more we drink of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. You should. And it doesn't taste. I'm like just sitting over here wanting to know why the glasses alcohol. keep ending up yeah. on your side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. WTF, guys? You got a friend. Send them down this way. So going back to we where we have it on tap, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, for uh, sure. So yeah, we have Muncie, uh, Anderson, uh, Noblesville's Books and Brews, mm-hmm. Carmel Pint Room. They tapped it today. They tapped it. We've had a lot of response at Pint Room, which is awesome yes. because I think a lot that's of the first check-ins. That's the first there. time we've been at Pint Room. Yeah. yeah. Where's uh, Pint Room at? Well, you've uh, been it's there, right downtown in the Arts District. That's where we met uh, Jamil from. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Heretic Brewing. Yeah, Heretic. We yeah. met. Uh, yeah, Pine Room's a great place. It really is. Yep. And they have a, fit, a fantastic selection beer and bourbon. So. Yeah, but now I'm gonna have you move your mic. But um, Ooh, uh, did I did I also read that you got it, they're releasing it at Brewdog as well? Is that a yeah, yeah buddy? Brewdog. So Brewdog right. tapped it today. <laughs> that's yeah, nice, very nice. In yeah. between uh, Carmel and, and Fountain Square, there at Brewdog, uh, Hopcat. Mm-hmm. They, they have it there. They, they have a probably, keg hiding. They'll probably keep, they'll yeah, tap it later. January, yeah. By the time you guys listen like to this, they probably have it out, right? Uh, you never know. Be, Honestly. I'm thinking like January. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. I mean, we've proved you can hold it for a year. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. But yeah, Brewdog, uh, they tapped it today. Yep. Uh, that was um, nice So keep going south. You got Shallows. Which Shallows. They Shallows today as well. loves this beer. Yes. Just as an FYI. Like last year, yeah. they were one of our biggest distributors of this beer. They... We love them. They try and take as many kegs as they can. We love them for it, but yeah. Like, they almost ended up with as many kegs as we had of it last year. Yeah. So, and they move it fast, which is uh, awesome, but it's great because it means that you can get it in a more populated location. Now, what about Martinsville? 21 North? 21 North. Yeah. They are are a big partner with us. I mean, we usually have a couple draft lines there, and I do do mean it's like they're phenomenal for supporting us, but supporting craft beer in general. You can find some really fantastic draft lines and some great beer selections in general. They're pretty much Cedar Creek West side, as you've jokingly said. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, legit, like, they usually keep two to four draft lines on us, but we also (laughs) support them. They've got a house beer from us, um, but they also have a few other things, but I mean, truth be told, beyond that, though, they... They've got a great draft yeah. and great bottle selection. I mean, small town America tap rooms are not a huge thing that you see very often. They're knocking it out of the park. Um, uh, moving south is Hoppy, Hoppy, Wobbles, Hoppy Wobbles, former Talkers Tap Room, West tapped Side. Yep, they tapped it today. You know, Sean and Kyle are good buddies of ours. Um, I love Hoppy Wobbles, by oh, the way. They, and they, they're, they're great guys. They are. No, yeah. they're fantastic guys. They were guys. in here last week. Yeah, they were in here really? last week visiting oh, with us. Okay. So, yeah, no, I mean, they, we usually, I would say there's literally not a month that goes by that they don't have something on draft from us, let alone we usually do about two or three tap takeovers. So if you can't make it out to Martinsville, uh, you live in the Bloomington area, let us know. Honestly, we're down there. Jokingly, Cedar Creek South. Yes, mm. that's the other joking <laughs> side. Yeah, I mean, there's some legit to it. a joke? It's not. No. <laughs> so with places like Shallows that obviously has a lot of beers available, do you notice a difference between the rate at which your beer moves there compared to a place that has They crush less? it. That's they awesome. Do. Yeah, because it's 20%. absolutely crush it. Especially this beer. Because that this high beer, too. Yeah, I yeah. know. And it's because it's such a unique beer. It's one of those things of... 
I won't say there's an educational <laughs> class to have to handle this thing. I am saying we kind of warn customers and clients, and we're kind of picky about who gets this because it's almost a liability. I mean, you look at a five-ounce pour being the same thing as drinking two domestics, and everyone's like, oh, I'll pour a pint of this, and you watch Bryce and myself cringe and yeah. go, are you sure you want to do down in our seats like, you, you, you just drank, what, six to... Six to seven. Six to ten domestic be- beers. Yeah, well, six. It's, it's a bit of a. It's a bit like a roller coaster, though, isn't it? It's a bit of a challenge for people. They they look up on that board and they see twenty percent ABV. Yes. And they immediately they want to try it. They feel like they have to try it. Yeah. And it's it sort of becomes a bit of a challenge. But then you taste it and you're like, holy moly, this doesn't taste like a twenty percent. No, it beer. drinks this like a, a it drinks like a ten or twelve. Beer. But it does. If you've had a couple, it'll sneak up on you. If you have a couple, you. you've, yeah. you've generally forgotten your name and you're not sure yeah. who you are anymore, and yeah. it's okay. I'm afraid. But, to, well, and I'm afraid to stand up right now. I'm afraid to stand up right now. What's that? I'm afraid to stand up at your place. That's fine. Kevin will fail the stand up test. Yeah, no. I'm calling it now. I'm pretty sure if the first time I stand up and go to the restroom. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what a silly fun room this is. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, going back, not uh, not to leave anybody out, but also in Bloomington, the tap as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, the tap. And I believe they are going to tap it, they said, potentially around New Year's. Oh, that'd so, be awesome. Yeah. Just going back, didn't want to leave them out. Yeah, absolutely not. So, I mean, we. I think that's everybody. I think, that yeah, it's a total of nine it. different locations that we sent it out to this yeah. year. Um, and you kind of asked why. One is that, hey, you know, not everyone can comes down to come down to Martinsville. Mm. The other thing is that politely put, who does that? And and I mean that. Who creates a beer that is this large, fairly rare, and says, you know what, we want to share it with everybody. We want to make sure that people get to try this. Right. Um, it also it gets our name out too. Yeah, it does. People are like, wait, twenty percent. Oh, Cedar Creek. We've not like who are they? Let's go down there. Let's visit them. Let's see what else they have. So yep. it. It almost gets like our foot in the door in some cases. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good strategy for sure. Um, yeah, I do like the. Vin- I think the vanilla bean one's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, it's it's who has, mass. Who has nineteen? I think you do. Is it this one? Did you guys like what? We mean nineteen percent or not? No, we number have eighteen 19. and nineteen. Just on the, the base. Table. Yeah, the nineteen, the the nineteen base, which the is the same thing base. in the bottles. Well, here, mm. give it back. You're not drinking. Oh, sh- oh no! <laughs> don't wait. don't pick on him. Don't pick on the poor man. Now, which one's this one? So that should be the that's 2019 the base. base. That's oh, okay. what's in So that's just straight, yeah. Straight, yep. That's, that's what we add all the adjunct to. All right, well, let me talk about the vanilla bean, though. I like the vanilla bean. It's, like, really flavorful. I love vanilla bean. I love um, how it, uh, you know, really uh, kind of stands out the warmer that the glass gets, uh, the more uh, flavor it gets, for sure. Kelsey, what are you doing with their hands? I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm, do, I'm, a, I'm a ball ticker. I'm like a... What's uh, happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretending that I'm like... You I don't know. think your hands belong to your body. And this is practice, Kelsey. <laughs> practice for what? What are you doing? For different things. I'm click the mouse and, click the mouse and scroll. It's practice for, what, practice for when I get your, like... All what? right, so back to the beer man. Hey, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, hey, I just want to say, isn't it amazing what kind of kick-ass things are in Martinsville, Indiana? No kidding. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, like me. For example, and also <laughs> small miracles. We don't. We don't. I'm getting. I'm getting freaking intoxicated. Okay. So. 
Uh, hey, we're gonna. Uh, okay, so while we're <laughs> while, while we're on that note, we're gonna we're gonna take a here. yeah we're gonna take a, we gotta uh, talk about our sponsor, Rusted Silo Barbecue and Brew House out in Liston, Indiana. They do great barbecue there. They have over a hundred and some different craft beers. Uh, go out to that little bitty town and uh, and then experience that big old meat. Commodity, a basic product traded on the open market. Something you'll never find inside these tin covered walls. At Rusted Silo Southern Barbecue and Brew House, we only use the finest ingredients in everything we create. From locally crafted malt in our beer to choice Angus beef on our pit, we refuse to cut corners. Leave that for the other guys. Rusted Silo, the best little place with the biggest taste. Patience rewarded. All right, we're back. Yeah, when you say big old meat, where is it going? Big old smoke meat. But it go anywhere you want, man. You're buying it. You can take it home. Yeah. You can take it home. Yeah, you take it home and do whatever you want. You can put that meat in your mouth right there. Right, yeah. yeah. It's not my mouth I'm worried about. Yeah. And this is what 20% uh, this is, it, the darkest yeah. achievement does. Damn it. This is the why I don't drink these. Achievement. 20- it's also a reference to your personal life afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, that's why I don't drink these uh, 20 And what's it been? It's like a 20, fucking truth serum. Yeah, it's been 30 minutes. Yeah, we're at the 38 mark. <laughs> 38 minute mark. we got mark. ourselves into. <laughs> yeah. You're girlfriend of me. <laughs> me. Why is that your go-to song? Because uh, it just, it, well, because the original singer, when he sings it, sounds like he's intoxicated in the first place, and I just. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I do. I do I like too. It. I do like the song. It's yeah, great. It's consistent. Yeah. It's consistent. I, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's either that or the guy that <laughs> sings about rats and piss. No, you're talking about cru- uh, not Krusty the Clown. You're talking about uh, Yucko the Clown yeah. on YouTube. So every na- every episode here oh, lately no. on these different episodes, we say look something up, look something up. You gotta look up Yucko the Clown on YouTube. Uh, he's a clown that just makes fun of people right in their face. It's uh, hilarious. Anyway, so that beer there is uh, really good as well. Do you even do you even know which one that is? Yeah, that is the regular. Um, it's not the, a what? Yeah, what do you what do you call it? What is that called? It's called a base beer. I mean, it's you would base. call it the base, base beer. beer. Yeah, okay. 2019. Base. Okay. Yeah. Well, and here's the funny part. If we're going to get really technical for a second, and not even really technical, like, let me back that statement up. If we're going to get just slightly technical, the base beer would be the, before we put it in the barrel. So once right. we barrel age it, that's no longer the base. Get that back beer and <laughs> give me that beer. Thank you. We'll split it. All right. Just for those who can't see, obviously, Kelsey and Bryce were trying to pass a beer around <laughs> me. It didn't go well. <laughs> So the base they've all went from that side of the the table to my side. So what's the base beer consist of? (laughs) Well, the base beer itself is just the Russian non-barrel aged. Um, So what you have in that glass is the barrel aged version. Yes. So the base beer, we've only let it out of the brew house twice. Um, We let it out in fall of 2018 to an event down in Martinsville, and we put a single keg of it out at the time. Mm. It's it's a really good beer, don't get me wrong, but the time in the barrel does some fantastic things with mellowing it out, smoothing well, it's, it's it out. It's beautiful. Um, it's absolutely, it's, an, it's a gorgeous beer in that perspective just because after the barrel aging, when it comes straight out of the fermenter, it's a little rough. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of aggressive. It's got a lot more alcohol profile. Well, it's got a lot more, more bite. Yeah, no, it's very roasty. And yeah, so yeah. the barrel really helps with that. Yeah, a lot. Um, 
Yeah, when it comes straight out of the fermenter, if you're lucky, if you're around, usually March, April, come see us. Maybe we'll let you try some out of the fermenter. It won't be carbonated, but it'll be an interesting experiment for you. Um, it's a roast monster. And we intentionally push it that hard to the roasty dimension yeah. because we know what that barrel's going to do. We don't want it to go overly syrupy, sweet, saccharine So we keep it very roasty before we throw it into that barrel. Yeah, it's really, it's really so good. So what you tasted is literally what's sitting in the bottles in the gift pack. It's the 2019 yep. barrel-aged version of Darkest Achievement. Looks good, too. I like your labels, too. Um, I just love those glasses, man. The glasses are awesome. Yeah, and, and, yeah. No, and, and it's one of those things, and don't get me wrong. If you're a beer person, everyone has glasses. Everyone. Pint glasses. Tikus. Snifters. Who did the wax on the on the things? Bryce was a rock star. Nice yeah, silver wow. wax matches up with the silver uh, the silver label. Just, yeah, Spent many a day waxing. Those so things. he had a good wax job, <laughs> man. So the wax are looking you really time waxing those on. Really good. I did. I even hand labeled every. He, he waxed on. Yeah, he waxed it off, man. Look, these uh, labels look great. The dark uh, gray four. slate with uh, some silver uh, writing on it. It looks really good. It yeah. No, I, we. There are what four hundred forty bottles, bottles to total, the public? total out we, there. Uh, yeah, there's four hundred forty bottles. Have. That is it. Each one are hand numbered. Yeah. Everything. How many you got left? You know, off the bat, uh, off the top of your head. I would wager less than a hundred. Yeah. Whew, you yeah, gotta get out of here. Gift sets now. Yeah, we're yeah. just down to gift sets. Yeah. Um, you know, we. I'm not saying aesthetics are everything. I'm not saying that appearance is everything by any me- by any measure of the imagination. <laughs> Big thing for us though was a consistent image. The silver on the glasses on the print matches the silver on the text on the label, the silver wax, the silver foil through the bottle. It was a marketing-based concept, top to bottom. Yeah. Well, not only that, but then the wood grain in the background yeah. goes through and matches our current can designs and our future cans. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's, you know, we're huge fans of the barrel age concept. We wanted something just a little bit different also, and just something as simplistic as it is that when you look at this, it's going to stand out on a shelf. It's literally, it's gray tone, black tone, silver foil. Yeah, it looks good. And yet, it's eye-catching. I mean, you know, it's little things like, I keep wanting to take a picture. We have the independent craft beer seal on it. You know, the, the Seek the Seal campaign. It's in silver, bitches. Oh, it so, is. Well, and the Brewers yeah. Guild symbol. Yeah. That's right. We, 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 we are lauding yeah. Seek the Seal and Independent Craft Beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Drink we put Indiana? that thing in silver. Yeah. Rep, rep Indiana on that, man. Yeah, I mean, that is now, awesome. Now, our future can designs, are they going to all go to that silver and black design? Or are you going to... Uh, the bottles... Well, yes, yeah, the, or at least this beer. Yes, yeah. we might go through change out wax each year because it is. It, it, when I first looked at the bottles, when I when I first saw the artwork and everything involved with it in the wax, it was it was very eye catching. Even yes. though it, you know, just if you describe it, it seems monotone or simple. But then when you see it in person, it's extremely eye catching. Yes. So it, it it would I think it stands out quite a bit versus a lot of other can or bottle designs. Yeah. So with this, the label itself will more than likely stay the same. Uh, we'll still hand write in the year, bottle number, and ABV. Um, we'll even, you know, we'll keep the foil look and everything. The only thing we might change year to year will be the wax color. Yeah. Mm. And then as far as cans, I mean, again, the background mimics the cans. Those are going to be, you know, the color for the beer. It'll have all the same logo and everything. Yes, Brandon. Let me interrupt here. This beer will never be canned. 
right. I'm just yeah, gonna say this. this. Yeah, this we're we're talking about we're talking about cans in general. Cans in um, general. Right now we have our we're, we're, email. We're working with a few others. And yeah, I mean, to get those yeah, we we just started canning here, but and we're gonna take a. Very brief segue. Um, we just Would you like to put this in your hand, Kelsey? Yeah. Oh, the, that's, what, <laughs> and, uh, that's what he said. <laughs> oh. That's something else that I would make. Of uh, no. No. Uh, so we started canning. We got cream ale now just because that was highly requested. But the darkest achievement will never be canned. And I'll explain. The big thing is, again, image. There's still the idea that you can't put a big, huge beer in a can because especially we want this cellar quality. Yes. This is something you can literally throw in a cellar if you buy four of them and crack one a year. Yeah. yeah and it's going to hold yeah. up. Two, that's three, the whole four years. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, I, I would get I would guess 3 to 5 years it's going to be absolutely fantastic just from judging what we've seen and the kind of profile that's on this beer. But cans my big thing is is that hey, they're cool. They're honestly they're better packaging. I'm not going to lie, but it still holds an image in the craft it's beer something community. About and, like and this a, and this a is a yeah. heavy stout. Yeah. And this is like something we can I mean, but there's some breweries at Penko. Penko comes in a mini can, 8 ounces. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a good stout. It's a great stout. But my thing is the image behind it, and this is something we can talk about in another podcast, and I'm mm-hmm. happy too, is that the concept of how does packaging drive the industry? You've got everything from bottling, crawlers, to-go growler, howler, uh, you know, all the way out to the concepts now of, you know, you're looking at just even in cans alone. You've got your 8 ounces, you've got your 12 ounces, you've got your 16 ounce pint cans, you've got your tall boy 19.2s. You know, the perception in craft beer of just even how you're packaging mixing up heaven forbid we forgot the bomber you know oh yeah and and i'll say this the bomber is an iconic format but you know darkest achievement we've actually been asked why didn't you bomber it because usually too big of a beer it's a huge beer in 22 that's why you should put them in stouters yeah it's our it's it's a it's adam (laughs) it's adam Adam and I's new can design idea. They're called stouters, Explain. and you can put in burble. Uh, burble, they're little burble, burble. burble, burble I got a burble. Okay. You got a friend of me. Burble, 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 burble. They're little like shorty fat cans. I don't know who. We, you're we'll you're thinking of the, like the Heineken cake can. A uh, little bit, but it's uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of better like in design. Though. Yeah, it's well, you know, it's not, yeah. and it's not Heineken, which means it's better all I have. Um, yeah. No, the big thing is like, for example, bombers. The bombers, the iconic format for a barrel aged beer. Yeah. That yeah. is what you see. Three Floyds, Dark Lord, bomber. You know, the thing <laughs> is, is that when you're talking to twenty percent alcohol, do you really, really want to drink twenty two ounces of twenty percent alcohol? I'm going to wager your hangover the next day. Right. The answer is no. Well, the four of us have shared 12 ounces so far. Right, yeah. Or like 12 ounces di- a piece is well, what we've each yeah. drank. Mm-hmm. Four glasses, 12 ounces a piece. I mean, so we've each consumed a six pack in the extent of yeah. this podcast yeah. in a 12 ounce pour. Yeah. So if you really want to get messed up, just remember, you know, you could uh, you just drink a bomber of 20% and just slug down yourself the better part of half a case of Miller Lite. Yeah. He'll be down for the day. Yeah. You'll be, be down for something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you won't be as full. So we just opened a bottle of Darkest Achievement so you can try mm. against the draft. Oh, yes. And it's a lot warmer, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like temperature. This would have been bottled uh, on what? Tuesday? You're about right. Yeah. So yeah, it's fresh. Because I waxed and labeled on Wednesday. <laughs> he waxed all right. <laughs> waxed mm. on or waxed off? Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I got to talk about the biggest news today. Oh snap! All right, so uh, we already know about Donald Trump. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Donald Trump. I said the biggest news, the brewery news today. 
So this is local, boys. Down here in Indiana at 450 North. Check this out. Somebody posted. <laughs> what? Yeah, 450 North uh, News. Okay. So we got a lot of bunch of uh, 450 uh, North fans that listen to our podcast. So I got to. I got to. Please tell me. Hold Bill on. Wait, wait. And I, I didn't mean this. I, and, I, and I'm not knocking for it. I, I want them to make another damn slushy mm-hmm. and another damn nugget. Like that's literally the name of the beer is another damn nugget. Yeah. Another one. Gotcha. So someone. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, um, there's a lot of campers that uh, camp out at the 450 North releases because uh, they love the slushies and stuff like that. So they have a uh, special group on the forums, on the Facebook forums called, uh, you know, uh, campers or some shit like that. But anyway, uh, someone posted. They said someone. De- slush boys. Yeah. Someone. Uh, <laughs> someone decarbed, centrifuged and alcoholized these 450 North Brewing slushies, and it's alleged that the end product is only 2.6 alcohol by volume. Can someone who has 100% science confirm if this is accurate or just pure hate? And here's, here's what the post said. The post said, holy shit. So we finally tested the slushy XL in the lab, and the results are shocking. Photo one of the results after decarbing, running through a centrifuge, and filtering through a coffee filter, it was 2.6%. Photo number two are the results after watering down the sample by 50% to make sure it wasn't the uh, viscosity. Viscosity, get the word right. Hey, man, these are big words. I can't, (laughs) like, yeah, you can't, I'm not, yeah. I have another word, turbidity. Mm -hmm, There you go. And the results are exactly half of the non-watered-down version, further pointing out to the fact that this beer is actually 2.6. Don't laugh. He went to Owen Valley. 2.6. No, I'm also blind, too. I need my glasses. <laughs> what does blind have to do with trying to... Because I thought it said um, vicious. <laughs> the only thing vicious... The only, the only thing vicious was the bastard who decided they wanted to take it to a lab. Yeah. Oh, I'm like visibly twitching. On yeah, this no guys. shit. Why did they even take it to the lab? Because they're asshole Hayes boys. Okay, so... Like somebody wanted to it's like fuck them. Okay, yeah. here, here's the yeah. thing. So I'm gonna say this right now. <laughs> I'll be very honest. I'm not a huge 450 fanboy. Like, cool, they do a good job, mm-hmm. and I mean this. Like, and what I mean by I'm not a fanboy, I'm not someone who's gonna sit there and go camp out for their beers. They make a good product. Not gonna lie, they support the craft beer industry. We love they, well, We love them as, as people and as brewery and, yeah. and everybody that's there. And yeah, here's the thing. Awesome. And, yeah. No, and all of them are fantastic people. And here's the thing about that: they are bringing accolade to Indiana brewing right now. You ask anyone. What's the breweries in Indiana that are going to get the name recognition? 450, yeah, without sure. a doubt. Yeah, uh, sure. no yeah. one. Uh, back in June, when I was down in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, I was at a, a small brewery, and they were asked, because they found out I was from Indiana, and their first question was, did you bring any 450 North? <laughs> so it's well-known yeah. outside Indiana. Well, it's, not a lot of people are doing these slushy styles, so that's why, day. too. So here's the thing. Um, an independent laboratory doing testing like this, I'm going to start questioning right off the bat. I'm gonna get nerdy here. I'm so sorry. It's crap beard um, nerds. Crap. Oh, crap beard nerds. Different I'm gonna. Kind of nerd. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get hardcore nerdy here. I, I need to know calibration records. I need to know equipment tests. I need to sure. know all of this. Now, right. here's that. the thing. I didn't want to break my finger. At the end of the day, what was the point? What was the intent of the purpose? It was to shame 450. We're not gonna lie. That was the whole purpose. Now, was it wrong for them to put the ABO on the can? Probably not a good idea. Not gonna lie. Their ABV is probably pre-adjunct, pre-pure. Yeah, because they added. put a bunch of adjuncts in it. So they do. So if you if you fifty-fifty did, let's say you're, let's say you're Berliner Weiss, which is what they use for most of their slushies. Okay, mm-hmm. great beer base. Um, let's say you're at your 
base beer was 4.6%, and you blend it half with puree, which it wouldn't shock me if they were doing. Do the math, kids. Right. I'm just saying. Um, the fact that someone would take it to that extent, that alone is sad. Mm. And I mean that. Um, now, I get it. Like, hey, you got a label. It says something. You don't have to put the ABV on a can if you're not, mm, if you're right. not distributing outside of the state. So my question is, better, better question might be, why did they put the ABV on the can? Because are they thinking of distributing out of state? Ooh, interesting. Possible po- proposition. They are not, to my knowledge, planned to go out of state. And the thing is, is that unless you plan on going out of state, TTB doesn't require you to put ABV on it. Uh, Indiana law doesn't require you to put ABV on it. So I kind of question, hey, why did you do it? Um, mm. It's more of a disappointment that someone really felt that they had to lead a crusade to go and shit on someone. And that's really what this is about. This is a, hey, look, guys, I'm going to knock 450 right. down a notch. And this is coming from someone who, like I said... I'm not some 450 Hayes fanboy. I'm not some guy who's sitting there going, you know, I'm not at releases. I'm not there. I'm saying, look, do you enjoy the beer? Great. Awesome. Well, a lot of folks that go, well, a lot of folks go there not just because of the, like the, the hazies. They go there for because of the slushies. And, you know, well, that's what, what I mean. I but, but, but no, that's the point is that if, from what it sounds like, they were testing a slush. Yeah, they were testing. Yeah, they that's my point. Slushy. But yeah, that's yeah. my point is at, at the end of the day. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Slush that sell too. Uh, yeah, just the XL. I don't think it was the XXL. Slushy XL. Yeah, but that, that, here's my thing. By law, they need to match it. If you're listening, yes, you need to match that ABV. It's a bad idea not to. Anyhow, that being said, drop the ABV out of the can. Unless you think it's going to be literally exported outside the state, not required. So This is ironic considering we're all drinking 20% alcohol beer. <laughs> ABV, what really does it matter? And here's what I mean. I will say this right now. That was my next question. I will say this right now publicly. Declare this right now. You give me a wonderfully flavored low ABV beer. Right. I'm I'm a fanatic. I will drink that. I will drink the shit out of the 2.4. And here's my point. (laughs) So you're like, and so you may be upset because you're quote unquote, you know, hey, this wasn't the right ABV, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Great. You know what? If it's lower, it's safer for you. Mm -hmm. At least it's not the other direction. Everyone's like, oh, great. It's higher alcohol. No, not so good, bud. I will say. Not to cut you off, but on one of my previous episodes, I had asked some uh, younger folks that were into college, college age, maybe about to graduate, what they thought the next thing for a craft beer was. And they really said, I want to be able to go somewhere and drink a beer that's low ABV and not high ABV like most of the ones that you see on the menu now, because we want to be able to sit and chat and drink more and not be like two and done and you have to go home. Yeah, right. right. Well, I mean, and here's the thing, like, and you know, Kevin Kelsey, they're brew dog fanatics. They know I love stout AF, like mm-hmm. low, low, like 0.5 ABV, technically alcohol free by definition. Right. Yeah. And the reason I love it, great flavor, lacking a body. Sorry guys, I can't get everything, it's but you do a thin. good job. It is thin, but mm-hmm. you know what? Hey, the flavor's phenomenal. Um, I love it because it has all the flavor of the stout, and I don't have to worry if I drink six of them. Yeah, no right. shit. And here's the thing. It's really – we talk about challenges in brewing. Yeah, it's really, 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 really hard to make a 20% alcohol beer. You know what's even harder? Making a half percentage point alcohol beer that tastes fantastic. Yep. And I mean that, like, that has all the ingredients of a beer so you can legally call it beer. I, I'm right there with you, Kelsey. I, I think low ABV beer – is a huge thing. I mean, well, hell, let's look at seltzers. 
that's the big the big concept and the big buzzword and the big nasty thing no one wants to talk about. Let's talk about alcoholics. Oh, we talked about that on the last episode. I think it's oh. going to be a 2020 hit. I think it, I think, I think a lot more, of breweries is going to make more them. curious because we have brewers on now. We'll follow this and see what, uh, what comes be, out of it. This will yeah, be yeah. an interesting thing. Like yeah, this will yeah. be a legit one of those things that you'll hear about in craft beer lore for a little bit because it's like yep. 450. You know, hey, what happened? Yeah, well? we'll keep you updated on that here having a pint. So just follow our episodes and yeah. uh, we'll keep you updated on 450 North. Hey, let's talk about the let's uh, let's. Uh, uh, Wrap this back uh, to the uh, the beers here, man. I tell you what, that the base, man, that's awesome. I think the bottle we popped is almost gone. Yeah, it is. Uh, Everybody drunk almost. it, but I did have a taste of it. I, I do like the room temperature. Yes. I, yeah, man, I like it when it's room temperature for sure. A lot more flavors come through. Yeah, it does. Kelsey, have we heard from you in the last ten minutes? Oh, man, I'm doing uh, social media. I'm it's more sorry. Like Twenty oh. minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, we love you. We lo- we're glad you do social media. I'm However, in the background, it doesn't matter, Kelsey. This because guess what? This podcast is only. It, no, it's almost over anyway, and you're over there just drinking beers. You have your own bottle yourself over there. Kelsey's Kelsey's really yeah, sitting the there with a straw. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, the bottle is empty, therefore the show is almost done. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> no. Well, she just threw that back quick. Yeah. Damn, Great. girl. I would put that back, Michael. I'm, not, I'm just looking at the bottle. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Stop stroking my wax. What? You don't want me to touch All right, guys, so we got to... You um, want me to touch your bottle? All right, so we're going to um, wrap this podcast up. We are at an hour and 15 minutes, so... Um, God, the editing is going to be fantastic. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're really There's saying. no editing. So... All right, okay. so, um, hey, great beers, guys. Uh, if you have not been to Cedar Creek yet, you need to come out here. They have MCS. beer, wine, yeah, please, and absolutely. spirits. Yeah, I, beer, wine and spirits. Are, I think we're the only in Indiana. I think still. we still are the, the only really? one in the state. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless there's one way up north that I don't think we're so. not aware of. If it's in Gary, it doesn't matter. Because that's yeah, uh, Gary, Indiana. Now, I know 450 does uh, wine and beer, but they don't do wine, yeah, beer, there, and there's spirits. There's a handful of winery yeah. breweries. There's a handful of yeah. brewery distilleries, mm-hmm. but there's not... Interesting. All three. I mean, and the other thing that's so cool, and I mean this, is that... We're a handful in the country, I know that. We are, yep. I was going to say, what's so awesome about it is, I mean, we have, you know, 20-some acres of property. You can come out, grab a beer, grab a glass of wine, kick back on the property, you know, bring a picnic lunch. We have concerts in the summertime. Yeah, spend your entire day here and enjoy yourself. You would be hard-pressed. We got 1,000, 1,200-plus people out here. You would would be hard-pressed to find a nicer place to hang out and drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially or on a, a sunny wine or have a or have a, a mixture. Even on a rainy day. Yeah. You could bring a picnic. There's uh, uh, yeah, you could bring out a picnic basket. You can do the American tradition. Beer and pizza. Or, yeah. You could also deliver the local Papa John's or Grubhub. Or any yes. yeah, the because the, there's what there's we have like seven hundred barbecue places here in Martinsville that uh, Grubhub there's, works with. There's a handful. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, or White Castle. Or White Castle. Yeah, yeah girl. You need it back. You can grab White Castle. Actually, customers just had a crave case. Please pair last Cedar night. Creek beer with something better than White Castle. Mm. If you like out here having a pint podcast, you're gonna probably love some of our YouTube stuff because we're on YouTube. Go to out here having a pint. Love this one. We're on um, Instagram as well at out here having a pint. We're on uh, Facebook out here having a pint. I, I think you kind of get it. We're out you here guys, having a pint. You guys so. are on YouTube. We're on YouTube. We do videos and on YouTube. What's your YouTube URL? Uh, it is out here. Just search out here having a pint, and you'll look, look at a uh, little spaceman logo. And then we got uh, promo videos. We got vlogs, and um, yeah, just some silliness going on as well. Really? So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. Remember it's to cool. like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Oh yeah, definitely. We need more YouTube followers for sure. Oh, you and me both, bud. Yeah, yeah, both. yeah, yeah. All it's, right. It's, it's hard to do. She's an angel. All right, guys. You guys, um, uh, get your glasses. And then at the end of every episode, we say, cheers, Cheers. you little craft beer nerds. nerds.